start in a three, a two, a one. <laughs> a Clifford needed Emily, so she chose him for her own. Her love made Clifford grow so big that the Howards had to leave their home. Clifford's the best friend anyone could know. He's the greatest dog ever. I really think so. Clifford's so loyal. He's there when you call. I love Clifford, the big red dog. So they packed up a family car and the Howards left the city. <laughs> they moved to Birdwell Island and their many new friends. There to greet Clifford and Emily. Clifford's so much fun. He's a friend to us all. I love Clifford. The big red dog. The big red dog. <laughs> Dude. So did you, is that how the song actually goes or did you just make up the rhythm? I hope that's how the song goes. Okay. Did you ever, were you a Clifford kid? Uh, my sister was. Oh, or okay. I say my sister. When Zoe was born. Yeah, there was a lot of Clifford. Yeah, there was some Clifford happening. going around. So cool, man. So My and yeah, yeah, supposedly yeah. just the amount of love yeah, made yeah. Clifford grow as big as he did, right? I think that's that's what the song says, at least. Yeah, and everyone knows if it's in a children's song, it's real. Yeah, it's definitely real. So for those of you who are watching. This or listening, this is episode number 30 of Teddy Bears and Tentacles podcast. My name is Quinn, and I have with me today Skinny Rick. Skinny Rick. Skinny Rick. As always. Yeah, Skinny Rick. Uh, he's always got something new going on. And so yesterday he texted me. Uh, well, somebody told me that he was working on uh, a personal project, and then they... Uh, yeah, so I got a message from him last night with a picture of his personal project that he has been working on. Yes. And so I would like you to display it now. It is a oh, hoodie. So this, this right here. Yeah. So it says relationship on goals on the front. Yeah. On the, on the on front. The front. And, then, and then let's see the back of it. Ela Klein style. Jesus is my boyfriend. So. That's an interesting, yeah. It looks good. Um, hundred percent cotton, you know, and uh, those will be available on. Where can people go if they want to get one of these, dude? I don't hit know. you up on Twitter. Yeah, honestly. Like, yeah, I, there. I mean, like I made this. Like I didn't. I didn't order this. Yeah, so he made it. So it's it, not like I designed a, it and sent yeah. it somewhere. Like I made it here. Yeah. So, um, if you're interested yeah. in one of these, you know, Say you something. could hit Skinny Rick up on Twitter, uh, 50 bucks, and you could get um, a relationships goals. Yeah, dude. Jesus is my boyfriend. Jesus uh, is my boyfriend. Shirt. And I could, you know, we could go ahead and, you know, maybe make a few yeah make a few or you know if you have somebody else that you would rather be your boyfriend and but it's got to be good yeah, you know yeah, it can't yeah. be like ryan gosling is my boyfriend you know yeah. or something like that but you if it can't it's, be it, it's it's got to have the same vibe 
Yeah. If it's like uh, we honestly, is Jussie like, Smollett is my boyfriend. Is there a way? Is there a like a app or something that we can literally just like take orders through? I guess like Squarespace, we could literally make. Yeah, we items. should just make a website. We're gonna do it. So that's yeah, what we're doing. So that's what we're doing. We're so gonna make a website, and you can happening. buy Skinny Rick merch. You can buy T Bat merch. I mean, it's basically the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> we're not doing anything, right? You know, what, like Yet. we're working on another studio. We're doing some other we do, stuff. Yes, we have a secondary space in Millworks. But you know, we got. It's we're gonna have a lot of downtime. Loud. We're gonna have a lot of downtime with this nonsense going on. Too, with this so, Chinese virus roaming, yeah. roaming the streets. Chinese virus. You know, the only cure is duck sauce. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, be looking out for that. How fast do you can think we can get that going? The website? Yeah. I built a website for one of my things in like a week. Uh -huh. and I just never released it because I just yeah. didn't have, I didn't sit down and buy a domain. Yeah, and I didn't want to release it without one, but I think I could do it in a week, honestly. Yeah. So for now, if you if you have the urge for one of these faster, you can hit me up yeah, on Twitter. Slot into those at, DMs at tbat skinny rick s k i n e r i c k. So yeah, man, um, that's what's happening with us. Anything else that you would like to speak of? Been uh, doing some Warzone. Yeah. Still had a nine kill game last night as well as a seven kill game. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of my games I had less than two kills because uh, I do remember one we dropped in and I dropped in slightly farther away from the group than I wanted and I, I got a kill and then I died. And I got back in by killing someone in the gulag and then I died again. Yeah. So... But it's my KD ratio is game. positive. Yeah. It's not great. Mine's not. It's 1.15. Yeah. Not good enough for what is it? What is that I always say? I always make the joke. And now I can't think of it. I don't know. What are you talking about? The the team that I'm always like, oh, I'm not good enough to play for whatever. TSM? No. Optic. No. It's just like a house of guys out somewhere in California. I don't remember. That's fine. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Well, we've been having fun with it for sure, and you've been streaming it. So, how many um, viewers have you been having? I don't know. It won't give me my stream summary for some reason. Oh, that's good. Um, so I saw at one point there was four. Nice. Which usually there's just one. I've got one friend who does a lot. He stays home a lot because he works from his room. Like his room is kind of yeah. like also a studio yeah. space. And he just streams it while he's working. Uh, so interesting. Keeps it alive. Keeps the chat full. Cool. Comments. Cool. So. Well, uh, what's your Twitch thing? If people want to follow it. Do we want to say it? Uh, is it your name? No. But. Someone might accidentally say it on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't look that up. Um, <laughs> if you find it, don't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. So, but it's out there. Yeah. I stream. I'll give you a... Should I give them a hint as to when I stream? Yeah. All right. I stream, stream Wednesdays at 8.45 East, Eastern. Eastern. 
uh, time, you know, but still America, Eastern America, U.S., United States of America. And then also Fridays at at 8. Eastern Russia. Yes. That one is in a completely different time zone. Yeah, so he might be on there streaming some Warzone. He might be streaming some Hunt Showdown. He might be streaming possibly some Dark Souls one day. I do play it, but I don't. I'm not good, so I don't know why I would stream it. He might be streaming Madden 2020. No, why not? I don't play sports games. I don't even own any. (laughs) I know. Well, Uh, dude, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, so uh, let's jump into it. So before we start talking about all the coronavirus stuff, we got a um, few other things. Which honestly. Sorry. Which honestly, I'm over it. You know, I'm ready for it to be over with. I'm tired of it. Tired of hearing about it and all that. It's serious, seriously serious. But what's also serious is that, um, you know, throughout the Jeffrey Epstein timeline, uh, there has been a key player involved that has been missing, which is. His former girlfriend, uh, Glenn Maxwell. And so nobody knows where she is. The FBI can't find her. Well, someone knows. Yeah, she I mean, obviously somebody at. knows Hopefully. where she is. But she may not even know, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. She might so. not. Oh, my God. Man, you look uh, tired. Yeah, I am. I feel tired. I... uh I've talked about it before, but yeah, I do have sleep insomnia as opposed to awake insomnia. Yeah. And it's been rough the last week. Yeah. Well, the problem is I went to sleep uh, right after you got off stream last night. Bro, I have a monster in my backpack right there. Oh, nice. I'm about to get it. Which is what, which was what o'clock? When we got off, yeah. I finished the stream at 10.30. Yeah, I went to sleep immediately. Oh my gosh. Woke up at like 3.30, bro. <laughs> like it did. It was No, I got, I got in bed at, um, I ate dinner after that, that late, because I didn't eat while I was streaming. And then, uh, but I, I, I got in bed close to, I'd say probably close to 11.30. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't fall asleep till like 2. Yeah. If you're wondering what Skinny Rick, yes, I referred to myself in the third person, is drinking. I'm drinking Mango Loco Monster Juice. Not a sponsor. Yeah, not a sponsor, but they should be because I consume enough of their stuff. I never drink Monsters. The only two I drink, and that's not because I dislike them. It's just because I don't drink energy drinks hardly at all. But the Mule, Monster Mule with that ginger. Yeah. And this mango juice one. Well, for me, I like the ultra ones, you know, ultra or whatever. It doesn't really matter. However, they did come out with a strawberry guava one, which is okay recently, an ultra. Uh, and also an ultra uh, doesn't make, it doesn't really matter with mango in it. The problem with Monster's mango flavored stuff I found is that if you smell, they have a resemble, resembled smell of B.O. And uh, I am. It's a good thing I can't smell. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. So I don't and drink the mango. That's not a joke. But um, yeah. So I got regular amount of sleep last night, but my body just has like an internal alarm for. Oh, dude. 
Hallow's Eve is October 31st. I don't know. October 30th, right? Is it? It's be 30th. The, it would be the day before Halloween, correct? Hallow's Eve. You're the Googler. You know what I'm saying? Let me see. So, um, yeah, let's get back into this. Sorry uh, for the sidetrack there. I also have not drank energy drinks now in about three days uh, on purpose because I don't want to. I think Eve just is short for evening. Yeah, maybe so. So, um, well, that wouldn't make sense because Christmas Eve is the night before. I mean, that's probably what they called it you know back in like the 1700s or something like that all hollows eve maybe hollow has maybe they're referring to november 1st who knows dude i don't know but easter's coming up so that'll be fun yeah anyways oh yeah so we have a lot so yeah in lieu of we'll go back to glenn maxwell so glenn maxwell jeffrey epstein's former uh, girlfriend, madam, girlfriend, recruiter, in crime. Yeah, um, you know recruiter some people of young women. Some people would say consider her. You know, if you fall into the category of people that believe he was Mossad or some other type of intelligence, she, she was like his hand. Yeah, or probably. Um, which I do fall into that category, um, and I do think that. Uh, if she was, if she's not his handler, then she was the one who recruited him, for sure. So just with her dad's connections to all that stuff and uh, yeah. all of that. So in in all lieu right. of all of her missing and in the Epsteinery that has happened since last, however long. Uh, it's been a while since we talked about it. Yeah. Um, she has she is suing his estate, which I find fascinating. The FBI can't find her, but somehow or another, she is able to come th- get through to someone to file this lawsuit. So we'll read it. This is on The Guardian. Uh, Glenn Maxwell, former girlfriend and longtime associate of Jeffrey Epstein, has sued the late financier's estate, seeking to recoup legal fees to defend herself against claims that she helped recruit women for Epstein's alleged sex trafficking scheme. So she had told, uh, you know, she had told uh, Prince Andrew not to, allegedly she had told Prince Andrew not to cooperate, cooperate with the FBI. Uh, and at one point also she, through a friend, had said that she was not uh, gonna respond to any of the lawsuits that were coming towards her. Uh, but it looks like now maybe the FBI has gotten in contact with her and maybe she does have to face the suits, you know, if she is suing Epstein's estate, which also allegedly has no money anymore. So I don't know how any of that works, bro. He had about $500 million, uh, you know, that he left behind in assets and all that. That, I mean, I get that that's a number, but yeah. that means. Yeah, it's crazy. That means I mean, like nothing to yeah. me because I've never made. It's a ridiculous. I haven't even made my in my whole life because I'm pretty young. Yeah. Like fairly. Like I'm considerably young. Yeah, sure. Like sure, sure, sure. Possibly 
the second youngest person ever. Maybe. Maybe the first. Yeah. I don't know. But I've not even made a hundred thousand. Yeah. Like, I don't like even close know if I've made to. A, I don't even know if I've made a million. I probably have maybe. Maybe not. I did the math the other day and I, I haven't I haven't even hit like fifty. Yeah. I mean thousand. the average is in like the in the millions for like an average it's like person. People who are so. like sixty thousand a year, I'm like Yeah. What? That's not enough. <laughs> well, dude, it's not really enough anymore with the way that uh inflation and all that stuff is going on. Oh man. So yeah, so she gets through there uh, in a complaint filed with the Superior Court in the US Virgin Islands. Maxwell said that she had no involvement or knowledge or knowledge of Epstein's alleged misconduct and the financier had repeatedly promised to support her financially. Maxwell is also seeking reimbursement for security costs, saying she receives regular threats to her life and safety, requiring requiring her to hire personal security services and find safe accommodation. So there are multiple people who knows where she is, multiple even regular Mm -hmm. people. Um, they should just say like, Hey, million dollars to whoever tells us where Glenn Maxwell is. <laughs> like if she's paying them, you know, like that person is obviously able to be paid off. All right. How about this dude? How about this? Give me no money, but also tell me exactly what's going down. Yeah. Like just information. It's yeah. like, Okay. I'll tell you where she's at if you can convince me that that's what I should do. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they pull out a gun or something, it's like, ah, well, I mean, I mean, if you, one way or another, you're getting a gun pulled on you. I feel like, you know, (laughs) one way you tell her where she is, you kind of die in the end. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal though. Yeah. So this is what Virginia, uh, Roberts goofy had to say about it. Memo to GM. How dare you play the victim card when you victimize me and countless others, you are a vile, evil, sadistic creature, not even worthy of calling a human being. I hope the judge ruling over this laughs you out of the court and into jail. She wrote that on Twitter. So I just thought we would, um, we would visit that quickly how weird dude yeah. i just can't get over bizarre. the fact that it's still going on not that no one's talking about it yeah. but the like i don't know anyone and anytime i say jeffrey epstein in front of someone in regular life they're like uh-huh. like oh like haha good meme and then i'm like no but like actually blah 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 they're just like they're like, so you think he's not dead? I'm like, I didn't say that. I just yeah. think he didn't hang himself. Yeah. I think he, honestly, I think he's dead. Yeah. I don't think he hung himself though. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, I was listening to. And to, I don't even necessarily think that that was him that died in, like, I don't even think yeah, he yeah, died yeah. in prison. I think yeah. he probably was taken somewhere and then either he's alive and we'll never see him again or yeah. they killed him, whoever yeah. is. Well, supposedly his, his, uh, you know, they said on, I was listening to tinfoil hat today and they said that his, uh, plane went to Antarctica right after he hung himself, but what if we, went you know, to and Antarctica? then we talked about it before his, uh, well, I mean, if why we went to Antarctica why? to find him, it probably wouldn't be that hard. You would just ask people, anybody know where the extra person on this <laughs> continent is? And they would be like right over there. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Why, why don't we just do that? what 
go to Antarctica yeah, for what? English, to go find him, dude. I don't know. What's man. the worst that's going to happen? You know, we accidentally I mean, step on some stuff, ice dude. and we fall into a river. And you know, we the flat earthers die. The flat earthers believe that on the other side of the ice wall is, uh, or the ice, you know, the Antarctic mm-hmm. shelf. On the other side of that is basically a whole nother world. Yeah. Oh heck yeah, dude! Yeah. You're telling me you're not trying to go start a new country somewhere? No, dude. We don't know what would be over there. Dude, listen is what to I'm this saying. theory. The world is a box. Yeah. And we've lived here the whole time. And there's a whole other civilization right here that we've never seen. Well, I mean, that would just be simulation theory, really. You know, if you had a computer able to do more than one simulation at a time, it would just run them parallel and you would be. Maybe that's what that's maybe that's all dimensions are. Maybe they're just like kind of over there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine it like a like a building. Right, a dimension. So, like, if Callie's in that room right there, yeah. that's the next dimension. Yeah, Callie's in that one. Yeah, and then there's just a wall. And yeah. if we punch a hole in the wall, then we can yeah. see. But also, if we punch a hole in the wall, the building might fall down and yeah. everyone dies. I've I always love talking about stuff like this because it's like think about like with all this, uh, you know, the coronavirus, all that stuff going on, and oh, like sure. it makes you. I don't know. It makes me think about like oh, there's like these little things you know that want to like i mean they're going to attack your immune system because like you're a host that they can use like for whatever they're trying to do Mm -hmm. but like their ecosystem is us and like our ecosystem is the world the world and like we can't even see them you know what i mean i mean like it's just weird to think about what if we're just hanging out yeah, what if we're our ecosystem? What if we're on like a giant dolphin or something? You know? Yeah, bro. Dude, uh Oh man, my brain just giant crashed. squid person. Windows has encountered an error. Yeah. In my brain. Well, let's keep uh let's keep going. We've got yeah. something that uh I want to talk about last week and I don't I have no idea about this. I just saw the These headline. Are in order, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just saw the headline. I thought it would be funny to read about it so pig sparks farm fire in england after eating defecating battery powered pedometer so now we're just making up words let's scroll down yeah pedometer so firefighters in england were called to save the bacon saturday after a pig sparked a fire and it's pinned by swallowing a pedometer which then combusted after nature had taken its course five crews responded the 100 to the 800 square foot so 70 the pig f- didn't catch on fire no 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 okay no. uh set ablaze four pig pens on a farm near bramham leeds around 1 30 p.m and new yorkshire fire and rescue service said bro imagine you're in the house right yeah you're 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 going through all right here's a scenario you're going through the drawers right you yeah. look in the junk drawer there's nothing there yeah close it look in the cabinets there's nothing there and then someone a relative walks yeah. in you know what are you looking for i i can't find my pedometer <laughs> yeah. and then through the window yeah. and then you're like oh my gosh the pigs are on fire and then yeah. one, you, you run out and you take your jacket and you start trying to the fire and they're calling the fire department and i'm sure there's some british accents happening because yeah. we're in england after yeah. all 
but that's the thing. That's and weird then, though, dude. And then, and then, you know, you realize that the, the poo is on fire. That's what's yeah. on fire yeah. is, is the feces. Yeah. I mean, the real travesty of this whole thing is that there is a place named Bramham somewhere. <laughs> dude, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like what is going on? Dude? Uh, all I could, all I can think is, uh, is like that pig must have ate some like real spicy food yeah. or something. <laughs> I guess maybe the battery couldn't vent or something like that. What is a pedometer? A pedo- just like a step thing, like a Fitbit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You let your pig eat your Fitbit? Yeah. What you doing? That's the problem. You, Bro, you're a farmer. Dude, yes, you're getting your steps in, bro. Like, (laughs) you're not, I mean, I I get it. Like, everything's modernized, lots of machinery now. But, dude, you're you're doing stuff all day. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Unless you're just a bad farmer and you just got your pigs and that's it. Well, we don't know what type of farmer this person is. I don't know, dude. Yeah, dude, I just thought this was... uh... This is pretty bizarre. So firefighters believe copper from the pedometer's battery reacted with the kid, the pig's excrement and dry hay to ignite the fire. So RIP, dude, these four pig pens. Look at them. They look like little bunkers. They do. That's what exactly what I was thinking. They look like the little uh, air hangers. Well, speaking of bunkers, dude, we got something to talk about in a little bit concerning that. But... We didn't start the fire. Let's it's shift. Been, it's, been, it's always been burning as the world's been turned. I don't, I don't actually know the lyrics. <laughs> so as we shift, uh, we'll, we'll shift into talking a little bit about the coronavirus stuff. We've done a couple episodes now on it. Yeah. And Valentine's everybody was a yeah, corona fail episode. And then, well, I mean, I want to say it was a fail, but I mean, we lost some of the footage. Yeah. But, uh, you know, then we did another one afterwards. About the pandemics of history. Yep. Um, so I'm sure that everybody is frantically... Which, uh, I mean, really, this is like going to be something that is in history. Yeah, it is for sure. Um, I mean, think about think about the fact that like, if we weren't so technologically advanced right now, what it would be doing. I mean, there'd be... Like nothing, dude. If we didn't yeah. have these respirators that are helping people breathe in hospitals, yeah. not the filters, but the things that breathe for you, I mean, people would be dying even faster. Yeah. And I mean, like we talked about last time, dude, it, uh, I mean, the pneumonic plague was basically this, you know, it was just a flu like virus that gave you pneumonia. And I mean, there just wasn't technology then to be able to help. People are, and I say people, some people, mm-hmm. not everyone, some people, the dude who bought 73 rolls of toilet paper yeah. at, you know, Target, yeah. cleared out the stock. That guy's overreacting, yeah. you know. But it's who, was it you that said it? Who what? was it that said, you know, yeah, they're like overreacting, but like as soon as your family yeah. is part of that statistic, you're really not, yeah. you know. Like the reality is, is people are getting sick. Yeah. What are they saying, dude? There's a family out of uh, people twenty to sixty years old. One in seven people will be hospitalized. Yeah. I mean, think about that. One in seven people. That's not even like. A, yeah. I mean, it, obviously, it's a. I think it's like one in twelve people or something like that. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. 
But still, it's like, think it's about it. In a room full of people, you know. And and what happens when the hospitals are full? And that person that's hosp- that needs like medical treatment immediately can't yeah, get anywhere. Can't get like yeah. that person dies. And so like, that's, that's what just, I... So to the people that talk about yeah. Italy's healthcare system and, you know, how they have free healthcare and they're like, you know, I've heard multiple people say it. They're just want to, uh, you know, straight up, I'll just say a dude that I work with at uh, my other job. He, you know, he was like... But Italy, wish they didn't have that free healthcare system now. And I was like, dude, that's going to happen everywhere. That's going to happen here. You know, you're going to have, if everybody gets sick, there's not going to be enough medical Stuff. equipment yeah. and healthcare personnel to help everybody. And then you are going to be picking people who are living. What's the difference between having, having privatized insurance like we have here right and now. Italy there? That's just choosing who lives and dies as well. Because the people who don't aren't don't have insurance available to them or can't afford it, they're not going to go to the hospital. A bunch of them aren't. Yeah. You know, and it, by the time it's too late, you know, it's. I mean, that's it. I mean, I, I, it. I'm. It's not a political thing. Is my is not, is my is biggest frustration thing. is the people immediately yeah. on on Twitter and stuff. People were like, "Oh man, like." This is why we need this yeah. like yeah. policy. It's like, no, dude, yeah. people are dying. What we need is we need spring breakers not crowding the beaches in Florida right now. Yeah. What we need is people not gathering in massive crowds to go see concerts somewhere. Yeah. What was that concert in the UK that just happened where it was like I don't know. packed out arena? It's like yeah. it's not about you because yeah, you're probably not gonna die. But you might because if everyone gets it, then only a certain amount of people can be treated at a like at a time. So let's say, all right, let's say let perfect example. One of these spring breakers, right? Let's say they get it, okay? And they take up the yeah. last bed available yeah. in our hospital. Well, now if my brother who has like what what is it called? He's got a chronic lung Chronic disease. lung disease, basically. Yeah. yeah. Basically, he's got weak lungs. If he gets sick, it's it like it has hospitalized him multiple yeah. times. Now, let's say he gets it. Okay. Well, now you could have avoided it yeah. by not being an idiot. Yeah. Darren decides to go drink four locos at the beach. You decided to take beach some jello shots out of some girl's yeah. belly button yeah. on the Florida beach. Yeah. And now you're sick. Yeah. And now one of y'all is going to die. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, it's not going to be my yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Like, so it's, it's just frustrating that it is. It just, yeah, it's I, very frustrating. Like just be educated enough. Like the people who are like, it's just the flu. It's like, okay. Yeah. Is it the black plague? No. And everybody's, everybody's upset at Trump for him, you know, downplaying it or what, dude, imagine if Bill Clinton was in the office while this is going on and in the midst of it, you find out he's hooking up with an intern. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because the only difference between those two things is time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm getting a little tired let's, of the political let's, stuff. Let's, let's be honest it. for a second. Trump is a businessman. Yeah. Is he a scientist? No. Is he yeah. a doctor? No. Is he yeah. surrounded by professionals? Yes. Is he more than likely just repeating what they're telling him to say? Yes. Probably because his job is to 
lead in a sense, not single-handedly, but lead the American people. Okay. He, it's not like he's out here. Oh, well, you know, I think it's not going to affect us. So we're not going to do anything. Like obviously they're working on it. Yeah. Callie, Callie and I were listening to his press conference yesterday and, and that's what we came to the conclusion of. He's literally reading something and then he just commentates on it. Yeah. He does. We've done this, 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 and this, which we've never done before. Nobody's yeah. ever seen it before. And it's it's every time. I'm going to start counting how many times how many that he times says that during the press conference because I watch every one of them. Oh, yeah, and he yeah, says yeah. it a lot. And it's like, that's all that he's doing. And so saying that anybody else could have handled this better, like, I don't know, dude, because it didn't happen with them. But I guarantee you that, you know, some of the past presidents that have been alive yeah. since I've been alive wouldn't be able to for sure. Yeah. This is bigger than 9-11. This is bigger than all that stuff. It's, it is a global pandemic. Yes, it's a global pandemic. And so, you know, I'm, I am tired of the political stuff. Rachel Maddow came out with a thing today or yesterday. She said that um, they should all just stop uh, reporting. If Trump's going to get up there and lie, they should all stop reporting. Good. <laughs> you start. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It starts with you. You can start I mean, it. That's the I mean yeah? that's the thing, dude. <laughs> hey, Rachel Maddow. You start it. Okay? You stop going live first. And that's where we're at. And yes, that is where we're at. This is not this let's, is just isn't a political let's, thing. Let's be dude. real. Nobody wants to be sick. If you're the person that likes getting sick, yeah. Don't. Don't. Nobody wants to be sick. I'm not going to say nobody wants to die because some people some people want to die. But don't be selfish. Like like I don't know, dude. I don't know what it is. Are you afraid to like look like a fool? To be concerned? To have precautions in place? Like I showed up today to the outreach center and I wore my little respirator mask that I you know the filter that I own that I've owned for yeah. working on my apartment so that I don't get mold in my lungs. Yeah. I wore that. I wore gloves. I carried hand sanitizer with me. I had Lysol wipes in my backpack. Like I had the stuff. People were looking at me like I was crazy, but also, hey bud, takes 10 days to, to get the symptoms, but you're still contagious. Then you got to get tested, right? Okay. So basically by the time you find out you have it, it's been like two weeks yeah. of other people being able to get it. Yeah. So like just be careful be smart don't put yourself into situations where you're definitely going to get it like don't go out into big crowds you know if you want to continue living your life we're not on an official like quarantine lockdown martial law like everyone stays in their house or they get fined we're not there yet yeah but also don't don't go into huge crowds of people like it's just not necessary here's the deal dude let me tell you something right now i'm 30 so whatever happens like my spring break or my my senior trip was crazy guess what i never think about as a 30 year old (laughs) your senior trip yeah i didn't know so yeah like i'm not i'm not doing a senior trip because of the virus yeah like we're not going to disney either yeah that's it we're both gonna go that's it it's like oh you know that's unfortunate yeah but guess what doesn't matter yeah i don't know i just yeah. Just wait till next year to go. Just yeah. Drink White Claw on the beach, Jared. 
So, but look, it, so in, in the midst of all this stuff, our, you know, Trump was doing a speech and he said something that I just wanted to look up because I didn't know anything about it. He brought up a guy who has been a prisoner of war or... Is it this? Uh, yeah, or a hostage. Um, this guy looks like he things. would be... This guy looks like he would be uh, a hostage. Yeah. So his name is Austin Tice, and you know Trump was asking Syria to give him back. So I wanted to. I mean, he's got like the journalist like yeah, yeah. facial hair. I just wanted haircut. to read about him a bit. So he uh, just pull up whatever. Like he wants to look good. Yeah. Here's a. They've got look their right own, here. Perfect. Yeah, Keep going own. down. Oh, you don't want to. No, no, no. Go down. Yeah. Right there. Who is a missing journalist? Austin Tice at President Trump. Let's read this, man. So this, uh, the title of this is Who is the Missing Journalist? Austin Tice that President Trump mentioned. President Donald Trump. Here we go. Reference the Houston native and American journalist who disappeared in Syria in a coronavirus task force press conference. What? So Tice, an Eagle Scout, Georgetown graduate, and Marine Corps captain, in addition to being an award-winning journalist. Did this thing just say he's an Eagle Scout? Yeah, dude. I think he he was a Marine as well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Is that like an actual... Like, I know what an Eagle Scout is. I get that it's like a big deal, but is that like a thing that you put on like a resume? Yes. Really? That's the only thing that it does. And maybe like if somebody has a stroke in a grocery store and you just so happen to be there, you can calm them down a little bit or something. Seriously, I'm being serious. Like, okay. Yes. That's Eagle fine. Scout is a huge thing to have on a resume. Okay. Yeah, it's a big deal. Okay. So one of his, uh, yeah, captured in Syria while covering uh, a civil war there. One of his last messages came on August 11th, 2012 to a friend. Uh, he wrote, to outside Damascus, government is jamming internet for most of the day. Today's my birthday at a pool party with the rebels. No joke. Since then, his family, his work, nonstop to find him. Austin's parents, Deborah and Mark, have been trying hard to free their son, appearing on programs like CBS this morning to plead their case for a safe return and even traveling to the Middle East as well. So they don't know where he's at. He disappeared in Syria. Dude, during how the Civil weird War. is that? That journalists get, you know. Yeah. Well, so dude, I mean, I mean, you have to think about the regimes that run. Oh, for some sure. Of these they, don't wanna, they don't want to. Yes. They don't that, want it out there. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest deals why they do this, why they ca- catch them and behead them. Well, I guess it's not. It wouldn't be a war crime because it no. doesn't. But still, it just. Most feels of them are like, independent journalists that go out there and do it. I don't know, dude. It just still feels weird, you know? Like it feels. I mean, it does, but it, it's the same thing if you said, you know. I want to go to vacation in Syria. Like there would be risk of of going there, and especially if you're oh for sure. I mean, going really, if we're being honest, going anywhere outside of your country yeah. is risky because, yeah. like, at that point, you're subject to that government and whatever yeah. is there. You know, like it. Like if they just decide, hey, you're gonna stay here for a little while. Like obviously, yeah. if you know. If it's like a more, what's the word I'm looking for? So like 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 places in Europe, like England and stuff, like all this versus smaller countries, maybe in like Africa or South America, yeah. or like these like smaller, not like big players. And I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Basically, like even if 
like they can't hold you forever, I guess, because you're not a citizen. Yeah. But still, it's like no. you can get held up forever. I mean, if I mean, I mean really, like they, you can they, be. They can for depending on what their laws are. I mean, they can do whatever they want, realistically. Yeah. And I mean, it's you know some of them it's, do not have it, a fair trial. Have you, have you have you traveled outside the country before? Mm. Okay. For basically traveling outside of the country, I already don't like flying. Not because I'm afraid of the plane crashing. Because literally, as soon as I get on the plane, I'm like, okay, well, if we crash, I die. And if yeah. we don't, then I don't die. And it's not that big of a deal. Flying, the process, the airport scares me. Yeah. And when I say scares me, I mean, it gives me anxiety, hardcore. Like, it stresses me out because, like, TSA is awful. Like, they're so difficult. And just navigating through this airport full of people is the worst and so like getting all these connecting flights through countries yeah having to you know have your passport ready all the time and and sometimes people like i've we've landed in kenya before and then be like ah, we only like you know you got to pay whatever forty dollars per person to like come into the country and yeah. it's got to be cash. <clears throat> yeah. And it's just like, oh, there's no ATM, right? There's yeah. no ATM. There's no getting back on the plane. Yeah. So you basically sit in the terminal yeah. until you figure out how to get enough cash. So like one time we were there and we had just enough. Like we were short and I was digging through my backpack for like change. Like, yeah. oh, here is the money. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it's fine. just scan your fingerprints here. And yeah, you know, it's like what did we just do it's like what yeah Yeah. not to mention you know no matter where you go outside of this country you're either going to somewhere that views america as a competitor or a bad guy oh for sure now one or the other here's the funny thing in kenya people like they love americans yeah like they love them yeah because it's money for them one, yes, yes, for like normal people, but you know we do outreach. So like the people yeah. there are like, oh, we're so blessed to have you. Thanks for coming. Like I don't know what it is that's different that they feel like we have something to offer that they don't. Yeah. Like as far as ministry goes, yeah. but I mean, I I mean I get it. It's exciting. Like we feel the same way when they come. It's like someone from somewhere else, you know, yeah. a different point of view, or yeah. you know. But, but yeah, I mean, dude, there there are times where you're walking through a market and like there will be a group of like three guys that are like loosely following you. And yeah. it's concerning. Cause it's like, what the heck are like we doing right now? Like you get weird looks one time. I didn't go. This was when I was younger. My dad, they had to hide him because people rushed the car. What? We're like, who the heck is like, Oh my gosh. Like they were like, we saw like, we saw a white person in here. Like yeah. we saw an American and they were like, Hey, someone was like, Hey, they want to take you because they think you're worth something. Yeah, <laughs> like Jeez. someone's gonna pay like a yeah. ransom, and so they had to hide him. And Jeez. it's like, and Kenya's not even a violent place. Yeah, like Kenya is, their economy is like on the rise and everything. I mean, with the virus right now, it's a bit different. But yeah. they, I mean, they were, they were, what was it? They were guessing. I think it was in the next like ten years that they would be. I don't even remember the terms. So basically like, you know, you've got your terms like first world countries and third world countries and stuff like that. But they were like, their industry was. They'd have a stable economy. Yeah. They'd they'd basically be 
I guess like modernized or whatever yeah. by, yeah. you know, the next couple of years. Yeah. And so like, you don't think, oh, a dangerous place would be Kenya. Like it's a really safe place. Yeah. Um, there's not like war happening or anything like that. You yeah. know, there's not even like all, like there's not like warlords and stuff or anything. It's like a normal yeah. place. And even there, it was just like, dude, Mexico, when we went, they were like, Isaac was like, uh, he was like, listen, if, if, you know, the police come up to us, make sure you have your passport with you. Like, do not leave the house without it. And also, don't say anything. Let me do all the talking. Because... Like, as far as the cartel goes and the police, like, they're the same basically thing, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, you know, if the cartel stops us, just don't make eye contact or anything. He was like, it, it was, it was, it was scary. Cause when we got there, they were like, yeah, a guy got kidnapped last week, like here, like on this street that he lives on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. How? And he was like, well, he was just here, out doing this thing and then a truck full of guys with like AKs pull up and he gets in the car or, you know, or he just stops living. And so it's like, yeah, people just assume that if you're white, someone's going to pay a lot of money to get you back. Yeah. And so like, it's weird. I don't get it. You know, I don't. Cause it's like, bro, I don't like I have, like 40 bucks on me maybe yeah maybe if i just yeah. like if i just got paid yeah like kidnap you and just be like it's like consider yourself a murderer <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like like i'm here now yeah. like i mean obviously if you take someone their family's gonna do as much as they can to get them back yeah but like they don't have that money you yeah. know like i don't know we're way off topic but that just yeah. talking about this guy missing it's like that's a real like that's a real yeah. thing that happens people lots of young people talk about wanting to travel and stuff and just go yeah and like i'm like you don't have a plan yeah you don't have like oh you're just gonna the whole thing is like oh, i'm just saving up money and it's like yeah you're saving up money to buy the ticket yeah like what are you gonna do when you get to where are you gonna stay what are you gonna eat what are you like yeah how are you gonna get back what happens if you get like what happens if you get stopped and you need an extra fifty dollars to get somewhere like i don't know it's just a weird thing traveling outside of and i I don't know what it's like traveling to america i'd imagine it's not the same as traveling everywhere else because i mean i guess i wouldn't really know because even when we come back like we get to go through the line for um u.s citizens yeah through customs and they don't even care dude like when they, when I when we walk up, they're just like, if you have the passport and you have your boarding pass, then you're fine. Yeah. But there are some countries we get there and they're just like, like they're like analyzing it and they're like, you know, checking everything. Like, all right, we're gonna fingerprint you. Okay, what do you what are you doing? It's like, why are you here? How long are you staying? Where are you staying? What's the address of the place you're staying? It's like I, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. So. It's weird. It's spookaholic, dude. Yeah, hopefully they end up getting this guy back, though. Um, it's the price of doing that kind of work, though, dude. But I, you can imagine the type of money that... They, this guy's an ex-Marine, well, so he potentially um, has a different motive of being there. Sure. But think about how much money you get 
if you're an independent journalist out there. I don't know. Like, does it pay well? I'm sure it does, dude. If you're out there covering a civil war in Syria. But here's my and, thing. is like, who's paying you? Are you selling your yeah, you're journalism sell to, yeah, to like, NBC or okay. something like that? Yeah. So, so same I thing mean, I told I, your dad today. Like, those drone shots of that fire that he had he at that building. He should sell those. Dude, I just looked at him. Amazing drone shots. Yeah. He should have contacted I told WTOC him immediately I, I told him and that. sold him the pictures. Because he, he was like, I don't want to like make money off of the stuff I enjoy do. Like he was like, I just enjoy it. I don't want to like and I was like, okay, well then yeah, that's how you get I better was like, stuff. And I was like, okay, well, how about this? You enjoy it and I'll make money off yeah, of it. Yeah. Give it to me <laughs> and I'll make it. I straight up told him that. Yeah. I said, Okay, so how about this? You give it to me, I'll go sell it, and I'll give you however much of the stuff you want. Yeah. Oh, I don't want that much. Okay, well then I'll keep the rest. It's like like all you have to do is call. More than likely with a business like that, they're gonna they're gonna, you know, it's like they weren't there then. So there's basically if they want the footage, they're buying it from you. They don't have it. So Mm -hmm. it's not like it's not like, oh well, I don't think we're gonna spend the money on that because We've yeah. got our and, guy. And if you want quality and you want yeah. somebody that speaks English and all that, then yeah. that's then you got to pay for that. I stuff. guess that I'm makes sure sense. That guy I, made money. I feel like, though, and I could be wrong, but I feel like independent journalists also probably do it because they just, that's what they want. Like, that, they that's what I'm it. saying. Like this, more, this guy's a former Marine. Chances are he was already out there. It's what he was comfortable with, potentially. Yeah. I mean, you have to think, if you go out there whenever you're 18 years old and you leave and by the time you're 22, yeah. That's a that's a fifth of your life, yeah. you know, that you've spent at that place. Some I mean, of the I most crucial points of your life. I I get it. I out of everywhere I've gone, I could not, you know, really live anywhere else. I I don't know, dude. There's just something about it. I just love being here, and you know, and and not just America, but specifically, have we said where we're located or no? No, I'm not gonna say it then. But you know, here is yeah. like home so and and i get that people like to travel and move off to other places i'm not saying i would never do yeah. that because i have lived in a like i've lived in several different states and stuff over the course of my life but there's just something about being here i don't see myself leaving for at least through college yeah you know yeah so well hopefully like i said man hopefully they get this guy how yeah. how long has he been missing just like a few eight days, years right? man eight wait eight years He's been he's been gone for eight years. Yeah, and Trump just uh, they've been trying for a while. I've never Apparently. heard this guy's name before. I mean, he's been in prison for eight years. I know, but I mean, usually or worse, you know. Potentially. So they don't know where he's at at all. Yeah. No um, one's contacted. Or I mean, no apparently life. they think that the Syrian government has him because Trump is reaching out to Syria and he's bringing up. You know, the fact that ISIS had the caliph, you know, ISIS had claimed Syria it's caliphate and mm. they had helped dispel the caliphate and stuff like that. So let's go to the next one real quick because it's relevant with this. I just wanted to look with, uh, you know, with Syria. Um, what? <laughs> are you are you kidding me, dude? Okay. Type oh, in man. Syria. Uh, how is Syria handling the coronavirus? And so I, that's the reason that Trump is asking him is because, you know, of this. There's also been talks of, uh, you know, potentially getting the troops out of there for the time being out of, you know, the Middle East and some of these places. And uh, so 
Okay, it doesn't really matter. The big issue is that, uh, you know, Assad went up there, which is their like president or whatever you want to call him. Sure. He went up and was talking about it and was basically telling them that, you know, there's still all these little different ISIS, you know, groups Factions. and stuff like that around that are still Literally fighting weird. and stuff. Yeah. It's just so like weird to think about that because yeah. we don't have that. Yeah. Like at all. Like, like there's yeah. no secondary. Well, I mean, nobody's over there. Nobody's over here trying to, you know, what they probably consider get us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was thinking about it earlier today, dude. Like, think about 9-11. So 9-11 happens. You're somebody that's in Afghanistan or a place like this, Syria. And then, the, you know, one day, there's just American soldiers everywhere. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. I get what you're saying. Yeah. If you're over there, yeah. Someone. But I'm saying that's why group, we don't have some that. group attacks. Yeah. I mean, how? But we don't have that because we've people talked about aren't trying before. to to invade us or to stop our government we, from yeah. doing something here. We've talked. I mean, we've talked about it several times. You know, like, like we. I guess people consider us to be the leading, like military power but like also our military as far as manpower is not that big yeah so yeah compared to our um, you know the amount of people that live here if you look at russia it's like 70 i mean seriously 70 you know russia's, russia's just like oh you're eight nah like, yeah 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 you global, could you could fight globalfirepower.com dude oh you're 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 gonna He's technically going to be eight next month. That's fine. Just he's fine. Yeah, he will count him. <laughs> Listen, if you are quarantined, you know, and you're bored, or if you're really into a, if you're a really big risk player, go to globalfirepower.com. Dude, what if we, what if we built a miniature game like Warhammer, but we based it all off of global firepower? That would be cool. What if we built? Dude. It's risk, dude. That's what risk yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, but risk doesn't have, you know, the risk is the dice like, roll. It's yeah. not like the characters in the battlefield. It's, you know. And it also, if you ever want to play risk, hit me up on Twitter. Yeah. I'll kick the crap out of you. I do have an idea, though, that I want to talk to you about okay. off air. Yeah, off air. Um, so, yeah. Um, one of the big fears is just how much fighting is happening and how many, like, prisoner of wars and kidnappings and stuff oh, there if, are if with the virus hits virus. one of those prisons that's yeah. it like yeah so um dude yeah. did you ever see the footage from the prisons in kenya mm -mm. i have to find some to show you dude if, a, if, a, if the virus hit that it's over with forget about it yeah like you're dead that's the end of the thing like imagine there's a there's a perimeter brick wall like not brick like but like stone walls yeah. with like rusty barbed wire kind of around the top yeah. there's two towers with snipers in them snipers they're not you know they just got rifles and then you just got guys walking around the around in the middle all the prisoners are together and they don't have shoes or anything they've got whatever condition their clothes are in and like that's the thing is you're just in this like yeah. dirt area. Now I will say it's amazing. The, the outreach that we work with there, there, the ministry is like hardcore working in the prisons to get 
them more developed and and it's actually funny some of the leaders we got to meet like the wardens or whatever yeah and the and while the conditions like you think here you go to prison you're in like a concrete building yeah whereas there you're in this just area but most of the time the guys the sentences are longer for one yeah most of the time they're in there longer but also most of the time those guys when they get out don't get back in yeah. like because it is actually a correctional facility in the sense of they actually teach you they have like classes every day yeah. for different things and you actually there's like a ranking system and based on your proficiency with the skill you rank and and depending on how well you do you can get your sentence yeah. adjusted but most of those yeah. guys are like happy because yeah. they're like i'm you know third whatever level like carpenter now like yeah. I've learned how to make stuff, yeah. And so I'm here for running around the streets. And I'm stuff. here for three more months, and then I'm gonna go start yeah. a business. And so it's weird. It's such yeah. a weird thing. But like, cool, yeah, if, if one of those viruses hit there, they're all in the same area. Like yeah. the guys who are sick already, like there were there was one guy who who couldn't walk because of some in- infection. I guess that that got into his feet. Yeah, and he was basically just chilling you know, on the ground and, but uh, yeah, if, if the virus hits one of those prisons, yeah, there's no way that it's gonna like, uh, like people will survive. People who are healthy will survive. But like, like we were saying like one in seven or one in 12, whatever the number is of people get hospitalized, like they're not going to have yeah the treatment. Yeah. Stuff, so not even close. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's the state of Syria and such places. What's the next one that I had? Uh, oh, okay. So um, this is something that's kind of been happening uh, during this whole thing too, is that there was, scroll down a little bit. Um, we'll go ahead and read it. Um, so there was a, uh, there was an attack on US troops uh, I did in Iraq by Ira- Iranian proxies. So, um, and Trump has made the decision to postpone retaliation uh, on that. So, is that it? He just was like, we're not going to mess with it right now. Yeah. Smart move, I think. Oh, personally. for sure. For sure. Because we don't need a war. Yeah. Right now. No. How weird is it? How weird is it that countries are basically the same as children on the playground. It's like, you know, like the idea of just like, oh, you know, Iran went in and attacked, like just kind of like smacked up our, our military. Just That's like, not even it, dude. You know, and then it's like the idea of the retaliation. It's like, oh, you did this. So we're going to do this. So we're going to do this. So we're going to yeah. do this. And, and, it, and it can just escalate like a fight. Um, yeah. like, but, but what most people don't, think about is whenever we're talking about these wars in the middle east 99 percent of the time we're talking about a proxy war which you know what that is uh i think so so but think given of, the fact that think you're about asking in this yes. context makes me right. think i maybe don't so think about we both play magic yeah okay you know what a proxy is it's yeah. just a fake version of what you have so we're not even talking about iranians that are doing it we're talking about different potentially iraqi militias that are doing it on iran's behalf that's what's so bizarre about i know 
okay. all of this stuff is that most of these wars are being fought by just by someone else on behalf of uh, I get what you're saying. someone which is just in my opinion is totally weird cr- i mean it's crazy that these small groups like different small factions of let's say taliban you mm. might have 34 taliban they're and gonna a, go pickup truck dude yeah they're gonna go get you know they're gonna go attack a u.s military base mm. on behalf of iran you know that stuff like, have you ever seen any of the footage from things like that yes it's crazy yeah, it's crazy it's but crazy. it's also it also if you watch a lot of the guys in those scenarios are way more relaxed than i would be like in that scenario yeah. like they're not like oh let me you know no one's like oh crap let me get down everyone's just kind of like standing like standing and it's like they're like looking around like the building it's like oh yeah there's some guys up there and there's like bullets hitting the ground they're like yeah they're right up there um if you want to and they're just like okay and they like get the vehicle to come up and with the with the 50 it's just it's just weird because it also feels it feels fake because all you're hearing is just like and then occasionally you see dirt but it's like almost this like it feels like magic. Like yeah. you were saying, like imagine like when guns first come around, it's just like, there's nothing. You just, there's a loud noise. And then if you hit them, yeah. they're dead. Yeah. And so and if you don't hit them, they shoot back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, yeah. it's so weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird to think about, dude. It's, uh, I just thought that this was worth bringing up. You know, the, the, uh, media is not really covering this uh, stuff right now. I'll say what, and I don't know if people are talking about it. I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff about it. But what makes me nervous is if a country tried to make a power play right now while this virus is happening and tried to collapse another government. Yeah. Because we do not need World War Three starting. Yeah. It's not going to happen, dude. Out of. It's just not going to happen. I don't think there's any. There's. I don't think there's a country out there that. I mean, dude, Italy was devastated by this thing, which we'll talk about a little bit. Uh, in a little bit but i just don't i don't know dude i don't see it happening like the you know probably like you know what you what somebody could do is create like in the midst of this even more like political you know civil discourse like they you know all the, like the ira and the russian troll farms and stuff that's what i mean they that, could really that's, be that's yeah, what yeah, i'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. is like not yeah. not not when i say i'm not talking about I'm not I'm not talking about like a red dawn thing where it's like oh no they're coming over here to take over. I mean like we don't need them making power plays yeah. to try to cripple other yeah, people's yeah. economies yeah. to keep them cuz cuz think about it coming out of this, right? So let's yeah. say hypothetically Russia continued to like create this like discord in US politics. Well, when we come out of this we're going to be too busy arguing. Yeah. They're just going to be ahead. Yep. You know, and that's what we don't need right now. And that's what makes me upset with the political stuff is it's like, Hey, you're, you're distracted. Like we, this is the last thing we need yeah. because what we need is we need to actually be united. Like the idea of yeah. the United States of yeah. America. We need to put aside our differences for the greater good of everyone here yeah. and try to get through this. And then 
yeah. resume life. Well, on the this other is side of this it. is actually that's actually a good transition into this next thing. So if you go to this thing, uh, so Trump today uh, said that he was going to uh, do this to Stafford uh, Disaster Relief Act and emergency or emergency assistance, which basically turns over um, a lot of coordinating this thing uh, to FEMA. The FEMA will you would you know, potentially be able to use the government and even the national guard to, um, basically replace local law enforcement. So basically what this is, is whenever you, whenever the nation is in a state Mm -hmm. in which the local government cannot handle it, this Mm -hmm. allows the federal government to do it, which would make him be able to declare martial law or whatever. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I like none of that stuff concerns me more than this virus does right now if if what the professionals think that we need to do is stay inside everybody for a few weeks fine let's do it you know someone was saying they uh a theory is that they've got everyone staying inside so that they can change the batteries and all the birds (laughs) (laughs) jeez bro i mean have you ever seen a baby pigeon Uh, well they're just yeah. always kind of grown if you think about yeah. it. Well, I mean, it goes back to remember the thing that we saw. I don't even know if we brought in the podcast. The lady who released all those pigeons in Nevada with uh, the cowboy hats on. Did you ever see that? <laughs> Dude, it was thousands of them. It was somewhere like in the West. It was like yeah. a picture outside of yeah. a place. And like they all had cowboy hats on. Little tiny cowboy That's hats. Awesome, dude. dude. Yeah. No, Look that up but- real quick while we're still talking about it. Um, so uh the reason that i wanted to say that is because like with what you're talking about you know one of the things that one of just say just say pigeons and cowboy hats just google that uh dude yeah bro this oh my goodness yeah look at him boy this right here click yeah sure las vegas (laughs) how though keep going dude it's a bunch of them how do you put that on there it's like stop stop that Okay. Oh yeah, dude. Posted pictures. Like mute it and click this little video. I, it should already be muted. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, dude. Pigeon spotted wearing cowboy hats. Heck yeah, yeah dude. Hey, this th- whoever did this, they need like a medal, like some sort of ro- award for their commitment to the meme. Yeah. Wait, look at that, dude. That guy's Bobby name. Lee. It ain't him though. This yeah. white guy. All right, go ahead and pause it. Um, yeah, what I was saying was basically one of, one of the worst things I think that would happen is if we did go on quarantine and like the military became our whatever. Like, what if somebody hit us with some of those like started like a real like civil discourse, like political discourse, and then hit us with those EMPs or whatever, like the big cities to where it would be like you just everybody would be at each other's throats and then like shut the lights off. I can tell you right now. So if we're speaking like, you know, legally. Yeah. The military is not allowed to act on homeland. So that's National Guard is. That then that's why we have That's what they're doing. That's and that's what I'm saying is 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 it (laughs) I don't know. I get that it's not likely for a like this idea that the military starts acting and then like you were saying like it's not likely to happen but the thing is if we if we 
basically what what happens if we get to the point where it's like hey we really need our military yeah to like get through this well okay then we've got to make the choice hey are we going to make this decision that will probably help us right now but we also set the precedence that uh, the the laws like the rules are whatever it's like ah like we can bend them like i don't like that because i agree the whole reason they were put in place was to prevent us from just ending up back where we started yeah. before we had yeah. the revolutionary war. I know. But and, the, and my biggest thing is is the people who say that would never happen or like you're just paranoid. Like that type yeah. of stuff is like obviously it can happen because it did happen. Yeah. Okay. And the and and it's not gonna just be like basically it's not gonna be like Trump's just like, okay, boom, I'm president forever. Yeah. Like like no matter who it is in office, it could happen, but it's always gonna be in these small little like steps you know like you don't you don't just like yeah, immediately sure. all of a sudden we're doing like a a dictatorship yeah uh, i mean i will say that the political discourse has shut off a lot more than it was going on i mean literally like most of what i'm seeing right now is you know different news anchors and mainstream media trying to keep this political discourse alive like you know, there's not nearly as much why, as there was. Like, because that's how they make their money. I know, dude. That's how they make I their know, money. But it doesn't... They're political pundits, man. They commentate on Here, political stuff. And so... Here's my question. Is why are... Like, why are they making their money on that? Because someone's... Like, they're making their money from someone. So why are we letting... Why are we... Why are we funding the disc... Like, the, the discord... Because the, it's the, the at the top of it, it's the parties that fund it. I mean, we watched that. Bill Gates set up a two hundred million dollar newsroom <laughs> for ABC. I mean, I'm being serious. I know. Like, I just it makes me so it it doesn't make sense how how we just let this type of stuff fly. Because at the end of the day, yeah. like if well, we're being honest, we really do. The people do have a lot yeah. more power than they think. Yeah. And to say that you don't is part of the problem yeah. and 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 i get it because i'm just now 18 yeah. and i can only just now really like vote yeah uh, and not even really but you get what i'm saying like i'm yeah. really just now a part of the conversation in like a practical sense but it, i just don't get how we just let it ourselves used- get so divided over yeah. stuff well it, you know it used to not be like that and then bill clinton and- turned the change the regulation that allowed did not allow individuals to own X amount of the media. And so after well, he... Yeah, I get what you're saying. And, and then that... Now, but my my thing is, is like, I've just always... Like, since I have been alive, this is what it's been. Yeah, I know. Like, like I really... But there was a time that it wasn't. Yeah, and I know that. But, like, there's a... Like, there is a lot of people who this has been... Yeah. Like, the, like the people voting in this election yeah. cycle like the like this is all that my age people have known yeah. it's just this constant bickering and division and like we're better than you because or you're wrong yeah. because and i just don't get how we don't how have we not found someone in the middle like how yeah. come we can't do that because to ru- to run these campaigns you have to have money and <laughs> The people with the money have their own motives, and those motives connect to. Here's what we're doing: we're making money, right? Yeah. Okay. 
we're making it. Then yeah. we're going to find someone and we're going to fund their campaign. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. <laughs> and that's know, the dude. plan. Listen, y'all come buy these hoodies yeah. and then I'll take the money yeah. and I'll fund someone. Yeah. To And, you know, I'll take the $200 I make and we'll fund a campaign. <laughs> yeah. I'd and look for I hate politics. I'll but say I'll like, say for I would a, run for an office yeah. just for the sake of being the guy that's like, hey, I'm just out here trying to yeah. like help us not fall apart. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. And for listen, for $125,000, I will nonviolently citizens arrest Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Can you do that? Sure. You want to go do it? Uh, yeah. I don't have D&D until that, like six. That, that's We've what, got like just under three hours. Yeah, let me get my helicopter. Okay. That's what, uh, dude, that's what Trump should do. He should make that regulation back for the media stuff. And then a lot of the, you know, that would fix a lot of stuff. I mean, really. All this started with. Really, he could. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, think about it, this man. <sighs> all this stuff started with the Ronald Reagan campaign, the lobbying and all that. Look, he could do it, dude. It's never been seen before. It's nothing like anybody's ever seen. Dude, I don't get how you hate him. Like, not you, but like, if you hate Trump, if you just loathe him, I'd love to know why. Because no one, ha like, no one I've talked to has had a reason. Yeah. And and I get it because I have family. Yeah. I have family who feels that way, who I very much so love and care about. And 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 it makes me sad to see them so upset over something that really like at the end of the day is just happening. So yeah. like at least, I don't know, the response I get every time is because he's an awful person. And that's not like, that's not a reason. Like you, like you can just say someone's awful. Yeah. But until you give me something, yeah. I don't know like what you want me to do. Yeah. Well, me, him and uh, Alex Jones are starting a podcast whenever he gets out you of office. Should. Honestly, if you if you did, I'd be very happy. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know. I'm already, and you probably can't tell if you're watching on the podcast or whatever, but in, in real life, I tend to be overly like patient with people. Yeah. If that makes sense, like there's lots of times where people, like my friends, will be like, "Why are you so?" And I don't like the word because in the political or in like today's society, it, the word tolerant, like yeah. this idea of tolerance. But I like they really I have actually had my friends say, why are you so tolerant? Like, why does stuff not bother you yeah. like that should bother you? And my thing is at the end of the day, it's like that's a person and they're just making like they're they don't they're just making a mistake, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's the little things. It's just it. And, and it does frustrate me, but you you have to choose to not lash out if that makes yeah. sense like like there are very few times that i actually get like like i'm about to fight someone yeah yeah i don't know i agree this guy trump is a businessman does he sound crazy crazy yes when he talks do i think that he's some sophisticated person no does it i can't even listen to him that much Honestly, like I've listened to some of these press conferences and I can't like, I can only hear the word tremendous so many times. Yeah. Okay. I can only hear it's never been done before so many times. Yeah, I okay. Love it and, and I get it, but also he's doing it. Like yeah. it's just happening. Like we're yeah. like the economy was great. 
Like unemployment was great. Like it's it's great. It's tremendous. We're doing a fantastic job. We've got yeah. experts, very many many experts on the case. It's a huge it's a huge task force. Huge task force. We've got I'm surrounded by many professionals. Yeah. They're doing a fantastic job. We've never seen it done before. And I think that it's excellent. I, th- I feel like you're doing more of a Bernie voice though. I can't do I can't do <laughs> Once again I am once once again I can't even I can't even do Bernie if I try. The thing is my I can't do the Trump impressions or the Bernie ones. I've done an Obama one on accident once, but I don't know is that like is that insensitive since I'm not, you know, he's not white and I'm not, you know, African American or whatever that. it is. I had to ask somebody that not that long ago. Is that offensive? Is it offensive for I me to know. do cuz he doesn't like, I asked somebody. I've got a really good Mike Tyson. And I Here's was wondering if when it's people, offensive if I do black voice. Well, that's my well. That, <laughs> is there a like? Is there a black voice? Because I've never. We've talked. About, I don't know if I've talked about this on the Dude, podcast. You know or not. I talk about this. Line. I've talked about this with Dylan a lot. I didn't grow up. Like I just grew up with friends of like. Yeah. Different. What is it? What are we? Ethnicities? Is that the thing? Yeah. Skin. Your skin color is different. Yeah. Their background is different. Like, like I've just had a diverse group of friends from a very young age. Yeah. And so it wasn't till high school that I realized, oh, there's racism. Yeah. Like in 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 the whole like people talking about everyone's a little racist with microaggressions. It's like I don't even know where to begin with that. Like I get I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's microaggressions exist, but I don't even know where to begin with that cuz it's like I'm not like maybe it's just that like I just need to learn how to not get upset or not be hostile and, and it sometimes it does come across because i'm already super socially awkward it's easier for me to talk right now because we're talking in front of cameras but yeah. as soon as you put me into a crowd of people i don't yeah. like i don't know how to and if i'm at like the grocery store right okay i already don't know how to just be like oh nice weather outside right yeah okay haha <laughs> good like have a nice day so sometimes like that interaction, if it is someone who doesn't have the same skin color as me, I don't even, yeah, like, like it's. I'm not trying to be, like, I'm not being hostile. I just don't know what yeah. to say. Yeah, like I don't know how to have that casual. It's man, it's hot outside today, right? Yeah, like I just want you to like, you know, I want to buy my monster. You tell me how much it is, I pay, and then I leave, and yeah. then. You know, if you want to play D&D sometime, let me know. Yeah. And if you want to wear a skirt or some short, you know, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> That's up to you. Yeah, I do. You know. But so, real quick, before we end, we've been going on for a minute, oh, dude. Yeah, we have. We're over I've an been, hour and I feel like I've been talking too much, but also. Oh, you're good, dude. Usually, and I'm not even going to lie, usually when we're talking about stuff, like, you just know more than I do about <laughs> the thing. So, most of the time. You know, you've got the stuff to talk about, and I will yeah. give my opinion. But right now, there's just a lot of stuff that I have an opinion yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, good though, dude. You deserve to have an opinion. You deserve to have it heard. Look, this is what I do constantly in my free time. Is just research stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I get it. You know how it is, dude. I come I, no, with some crazy stuff dude. every day. Do it all the time. I I can't do it. Okay, I say I can't do it. I could do it. I don't do it as much because I end up filling my time with other stuff. I watch a lot of like 
YouTube, like tutorials. Like I'm always trying to, my thing that I fill my time with is how to be better in my career field yeah. that I want to go into. So I'm constantly learning. I just don't really pay attention to what's happening in the sense of, and it is a little bit different because you know, my dad's always talking about something, you know, he's always like, he's always got something happening that he knows about, you know, sometimes it's, you know, maybe the end of the world. Sometimes it's Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude. So let's hit conspiracy corner before we get out of here. Oh my so, gosh. Um, is this right now? So this was, this is an article from two years ago, no, but there has fake. been some buzz around this. This That picture, this I is. thought that was like a place, but it, it's like, it's generated. It's not real. Yeah. So uh, the title of this is Apocalypse. This is from September 6, 2018. Apocalypse fearing billionaires are shipping bunkers to New Zealand. So scroll down. They're moving. Come on, man. Don't put a bunker in New Zealand, so, bro. So, I get it. It's beautiful. Yeah. But like. Hmm. So Silicon Valley's elite are preparing for Armageddon by buying, buying up property in New Zealand. Seven tech billionaires have so far made apocalyptic investments in the Commonwealth country in case they need to flee California. What's funny is they do this, right? But as soon as the apocalypse, like you have to be there before the apocalypse. You don't get to just get on a, you know, on a helicopter and fly across the world. Yeah. Well, dude, the Wait. top range bunker, the aristocrat, eleven and a half million dollars. Also, dude. a lot of times when people build bunkers, it's a little bit different when you've got billions of dollars in it. Yeah. But for a lot of people who build bunkers in, let's say it's their a backyard, shed underground. Well, no, it, most of the time they don't do it right. Yeah. Because the, I'm not a fan of bunkers. <laughs> Because, yes, I'm into the idea of surviving the apocalypse, yeah. but also really not into being a, like a mole person living underground gotta keep it for moving. the rest of my days. Yeah. You got to keep it moving. I mean, even, not, even if not, like, if I'm not going to be, I don't want to live in a bunker for the rest of my yeah. life. And then, because if you think about it, you can only live in a bunker for so long. Yeah. Even if you have, like, sus uh, sustainable resources or whatever, if you're growing stuff down there and you, let's, theoretically, you could live for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, if you got kids or anyone else down there, like what are your like best case scenario, you know? Yeah. You have like your kids have kids yeah. who have kids and one day the bunker gets too full. Yeah. And then someone's got to leave, yeah. you know, or let's say the world gets better. Like they have no idea what. I mean, think about it. If you have two generations removed mm. that have lived underground. Yeah. They had somebody come out recently from... From a bunker? From Y2K. Yeah. A family's been in there since. They Y2K. thought the world was over the whole time? Yeah. They never thought, let's just look? Mm. That sounds fake, dude. I can tell you right now. If I didn't hear Armageddon happening above us, I would be like, wait, wait hold on. To look up family reemerges from years in underground bunker. This is some Kimmy Schmidt stuff right here, bro. Is that the right word? Isn't that isn't what, that the Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. I don't know. So family reemerges. I don't know how to spell. From underground bunker. Yeah, that's how it is. This? Nine mm -hmm. years? 
Yes. I want to, maybe. I want to say I had heard of one where they were, had been there since Y2K. But this sounds like it might be it. Go down. Did the guy go leave to get a beer? I'm sorry, what? He left to get a beer? He, yep. Look, walked into a pub wearing data clothes and sporting long coat, unkempt beard. His family had been waiting for the end of days at their farm where they had spent most of their time in an isolated room and lived off livestock and small vegetable garden. So nine years. But I heard of one that had been uh, underground imagine since Y2K. Being, imagine being like six. Yeah, and going. <laughs> and then you're 15. And yeah. you're like, the world's not over? Yeah. You're telling me that the world's not over. Yeah. I'd be mad. And then and then this. And then this. this Like the first time okay, you go out of town. Hold on. Look, the first time you go into town, you see like a Cardi B video. <laughs> you know the world saying? is over. <laughs> you just, oh my gosh, it really did happen, <laughs> dude. I can tell you right now, though. Would would you be mad though? Because think about this, bro. Let's say after nine years, I come out of the bunker and I'm like nineteen or whatever. You know, now let's say I come out of the bunker now. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm famous, and that's it. Like not like but famous, famous. Long? No, not like famous, famous. But like I'm the guy. That now, like I'm the guy. Hey, what's your name at the at the social gathering? What's your name? You know something funny about you? Oh, you know my name's, you know whatever my name is, Skinny Rick. And I lived in a bunker for nine years, and now I'm here. <laughs> Dude, click that. Dutch farmer accused of starting to try start a cult. Is this what he was doing, bro? Dude, it's the same thing. No, it's not. I mean, it's the same video. A Dutch Nine farmer who's walked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was trying to start a cult. Sixty-seven-year-old former Reverend Soon Myung Moon's oh, man. unification he church would be a reverend. Often bro. described by critics as the Moonies cult. The church identified the man as farmer member William Coastier, a spokesperson. Church. When Answer is the newspaper. wow, dude? When is the when is the cult gathering for the log cabin? I don't think it's happening anymore. Oh, because of the virus. Of corona. Dang it. Yeah, so real quick, we'll go back. All these billionaires got this stuff. Supposedly, yeah. uh, somebody said that, you know, there's a rumor going on around that Jeff Bezos left the U.S. to go to New Zealand. And so potentially he's one of these billionaire Let me ask you this. Guys. What is it? Um, Kingsman, right? You watched know. Kingsman? Uh-uh. No. Do you, spoiler alert, do you want me to tell you? Sure. Okay, spoiler alert. So, Kingsman, right? Secret service thing. Okay, the bad guy is this guy who has developed this technology. He basically gives out, like I think it's like free phones or like free operating yeah. software, whatever it is. So pretty much everyone has it on their phone. Well... He's developing this thing. It's a sound that when you hear causes you to be, become extremely violent. Yeah. So basically, MK Ultra. yes, the idea is everyone would respond to this and everyone would just kill each other. Yeah. So imagine the apocalypse and literally everyone just fights each other to the death. Because their Alexa yes, makes, makes, a sound. makes a sound. And so what, anyways, but his thing is he invites 
the richest people in the world. Yeah. He says, hey, pay me this much. He basically is like, hey, you pay me this much money and you get to be safe. And so he brings them all together. And so the plan is for them to basically end the world. Yeah. But they're all safe. And then they just go back out into the world and now it's theirs. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is a movie thing. But think about like, it's not that like far-fetched in the sense of the people, the world leaders could just, I don't know why they would because then they wouldn't be the world leaders. They'd just be some people on this rock after, you know, there would have to be some, it wouldn't, it would just be parents. It would not be, yeah, it would not be, yeah, really. It would not be about money at that point. They would be some weird philosophy behind it. Like we need to like restart, but like that much money, you just go get a bunker somewhere, develop a virus, release it and just let the world crash and burn. Yeah, and you know, but well, dude, I'm not saying that's what ha- yeah. I don't. I'm not saying that's what's happening. Well, but perhaps we'll do an episode soon on you know the Bill Gates theory around this thing. I don't know if you've heard it. Probably not. Uh, like you mentioned yeah. it once, and I we'll even... we'll talk about it. But uh, real quick before we end, one last one. Um, I was curious with the Italy thing happening. What are our Best of lizard people friends at the Vatican doing. Um, so, hmm. so this is what this says. Go down a bit. Uh, despite his pessimism, Schopenhauer, nevertheless, was a pretty sharp cookie among other contributions to Western. A sharp design. cookie. He apparently coined the phrase buying time. The relevant line from his 1851, da-da-da, Uh, go down. Why? Scroll back up. I'm just going to read this little thing. So That's Pope Francis thing. holds his general audience. Uh, basically, they you know they shut down all travel into the Vatican, um, trying to stop you know this thing. And this, I guess, isn't the article that this, I found. But. I would imagine that this is essentially the modern day version of when the black plague was around yeah. and the religious elite yeah. would sit surrounded by a ring yeah. of fire. Well, dude, they really need, they really have to stop that crap because all these guys are They're the so oldest people old on the planet ever. And, Ancient, uh, dude. you know, God forbid, uh, they die. you know, somebody, they die and somebody else gets all that art that they stole from everywhere in Europe. You know, how weird this is, a. Uh, and and I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know what the Vatican is, other than just hearing yeah. people talk about it. Barring okay, so the Vatican is like, is it a place or is it the group? It's its of, own. So the Vatican, you have to have a separate passport to get okay. into the Vatican. So it's its own. Yes. So like, it, country, country basically. inside of Italy. Italy. Yes. Okay. And so you that makes sense. Um, you know, they hold all of these documents how big is it is it a building or is it yeah, i mean it's a, it a town it's like a town sort okay. of yeah so dude some of the stuff in there some of the artwork because i will show you i'm off pretty of sure this because other podcasts have talked about it recently so i yeah. don't want to talk about it but i'll show you some after this but it is crazy so i mean one of the big things that they did was whenever the nazis conquered europe like they did yeah. they took all of this artwork mm-hmm. well afterwards the Vatican just took it from the Nazis and never returned it to its right. The Vatican is, is the Catholic yes. church. Okay. Yes. 
Yes. I was going to say, I'm, I'm just asking how big it is because technically, Rhett and Link's desk is a country. Yes, but you... So, you know, the idea of it being a country could be... I th- I, but small. it doesn't take... It does not take that many people to form a sovereign nation. No, it, I know, it but, um, but that's what I'm asking. So if, is it a town or is it this like complex? Like, like is it a... No, it's a it's a city. Okay. So Vatican City, country in Europe. Vatican yeah. City, a city surrounded by Rome, Italy, is a headquarters of the Roman Catholic Church. Okay. So Do they have their own like police mm, and all that? Law, everything. Awesome, dude. Yeah. They're good for them. They're their um, own you know thing. being separated from the rest of the world that yeah, dude. you know we're called I to mean, be. You gotta have somewhere to bring yeah. those kitty touchers other than jail. <laughs> you know. I don't know, dude. I have I have lots of friends who are like I have lots of friends who are Catholic and stuff, but that's even totally different than this. I mean, dude, I like grew, this, I grew up in it, but like this wasn't a no, part. This of it. wasn't even what like, like even uh, remotely yeah. a part of it was it? What do you mean? Like growing up in a Catholic background, this wasn't like a part of it. Well, I mean, you like you knew of it, right? Yeah, but it wasn't uh, like yes, yes. it wasn't like the Vatican like the pope is like the, no, sending no, out no. like the, the, well the most that you hear of it is I'll tell you is uh you do learn about the chain of command and so you hear about that okay. a ton even in it's like its own government their liturgies. Well, you know, you have like the pope and then under the pope is whatever cardinals or whatever it is and then under that is bishops and under or there's like a thing and then it goes to priests and the priests you know they can't they stay on the place that they're like the they live at the the, yeah the church is called the rectory the church members contributions pay for them to live there but they have they only have a certain amount of time that they stay in a place and then they get moved to another parish so for instance like my parents church that they go to they have a really dope young priest right now in like eight years he's not going to be there anymore and it could be someone you know you know george st pierre the pdf file i mean i'm just i'm just telling you saying it's that's you know and and look i I did a thing maybe i'll release this on patreon or something one day but i'll definitely show you you've never even seen it you made a video i got in an argument with my parents one time about uh, the curve of Leadership, social media, social media, and the uh, with technology over the years, the dip in the Catholic Church's attendance with social media, and the amount of priests that were charged with uh, pedophilia. Files. So it actually like all lines up perfect i was talking to my mom on the phone about it one day and she was like no there's no dude and i made like i made spreadsheets and charts and like it's i'll show it to you okay dude let's do it it's good we could i mean honestly we could do a patreon i have a personal patreon that i was doing for my production stuff but i never put anything on there because we're gonna do one for sure all right well then let's do it dude yeah and then we can put really crazy stuff on there too yeah. dude let's get out of here you know what i'm talking I've to, about i've had to pee for We're the past at almost an hour minutes. and 40 minutes um listen y'all this, so this is uh, a long boy yeah, this is a long one it was fun we had a lot to talk about um so as long as this thing doesn't make us go inside uh potentially you know either next week or the following we i'm, I'm gonna be very honest with you yeah. If we get shut down to quarantine, quarantine, yeah. 
I'm going to be doing so much. Yeah. Cuz I'm not going to be going yeah. anywhere. Well, we'll still run, my room. We'll still run the podcast, you know, one way or another, but maybe not this week, but, but the you, next. You live near me now, right? Closer. Bro, I'll just I'll just get on my bike at night. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, the amount I don't live that close. Dude. You live downtown, yeah? No. No. I live in Georgetown. You live in Georgetown. You still haven't been to my house? Mm-mm. I thought you said you lived like right over uh, over there somewhere. No. No, All right, so here's the thing. We set it up at Corbin's cousin's house, the studio, and then we just meet there. All right. Okay. Man, we'll just do it at my house, dude. I can, I dude, I can. I the amount of times I know if it was downtown. I know all the little secret shortcuts and stuff through like different alleys and people's yeah. like private property and stuff. Like you could probably make it. Yes. Did I just admit to trespassing? Possibly. Yeah. But yeah. Well, only for like maybe three <clears throat> seconds. Maybe not this week, but next week we'll do the first episode of that smaller series that I wanted to do. Yeah. And I will say what it is right now. Okay. It's going to be Whistleblower Wednesday. And so I will get on the internet and release all of these classified documents that I have obtained. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, What what I want to do is I, you know, I'm fascinated with whistleblowers and WikiLeaks. And uh, especially within the last couple of months, your dad and I were talking about it. So many people are considered whistleblowers now. You know, they'll really like come out anything. and be like, oh, it's the Google whistleblower. And it's like, what's he talking about? And it's like, oh, he's talking about what his job was. And it's like, okay, well, that's not, that's not really a whistleblower. Means. That's just saying what your job was. So, um, yeah, we want to do that. And we'll start a small series on that. And if yeah. that ends up going well, we will. And there'll be shorter episodes, probably 30 minutes or so. After that, we'll do another small series. So yeah. we'll have more content we'll coming out. Yeah. Seriously, though. Y'all need to be sharing this. It okay. If you watch it, yeah. I'm not even asking if you enjoy it right now. Yeah. That's a different thing. If you have watched more than one episode, sure. Then you're you basically should you're basically doing it wrong because you haven't subscribed. Yeah. So it's not hard. Yeah. You click the thing like this. Yeah, I haven't and been paying attention to a ton of the analytics lately, but we're going to make something happen here soon. Mine and uh, Corbin's airsoft thing that we had going before he moved, mm. uh, it kind of just died off when he left, yeah. um, or at least so I thought. And I got a notification last night, and I looked, and we have over 600-something views on one of them, oh, over nice. 300 on another. Like It's not a ton, but for a channel that was running for, what, two months? Yeah. Like most of our videos have hundreds of views and i was like man really wish he hadn't left because we could still be doing all these reviews and you know tutorials and stuff well dude i think that a lot of what a lot you know a lot of what we have going on is it is gonna take sharing and stuff like that because we like the hashtags the tags that i use in our videos are like if there is a list of shadow banned things, those <laughs> I'm being thing. serious. I mean, every one of them, I'll give you, for example, every one of them have, have these tags. Epstein, China, Russia, Iran, Trump, comedy, podcast, conspiracy, yeah. um, 
Dude, so like, bro, what if we started tagging DIY, like tutorial, whatever. Ladybug, yeah. succulents. Yeah. Y- y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Anything like that. Yeah. A- <laughs> ASMR, you know, yeah. web, nope. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, the other day Dylan was like, man, he was watching one of the things. He was like, man, I forget how good our stuff looks. I was like, yeah, dude, like we're not, we're not messing around. We're making it happen, bro. Yeah. So this is the best studio in Savannah, this city for sure. For sure. If not, I'll tell you what, if there's a better one, yeah. let's say that the space is better. Yeah doesn't matter because no one knows about it yeah like you know like by default ours is just better because ours is the one that's getting used yeah i mean how often do we use this thing we use it multiple times in yeah so we're running i mean if if y'all aren't paying attention do we run out of here okay well now we're running so you know i produce thing yeah we've got the you produce the neglected, right? Yeah, I produce four coming out of here. If you include this one, I produce four. So T-Bat, this, so we're at Deep five. Dive, Neglected, Matt. That's five. There's another one, right? Your mom, your mom's, mom, but I haven't. Neglected, Deep Dive, T-Bat. T-Bat. What's this one? Matt. 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 I swear there's a sixth one that we do. I swear there's, no, there's a sixth one. A sixth I swear, one, dude. I promise. What is it? Well, we'll be starting, your dad and I'll be starting ours next week. That may week. be the one. I could have swore that there was another one. No, there's not another but one. But anyways, I mean, we're filming yeah. what? You filmed how many times on Tell Tuesday? A lot. I don't even know, dude. At a least lot. you were in here all yeah. day almost. Yeah, there's a good chance that half that footage is lost. That's how much I film. I mean, we're doing so much stuff out of here at this point that we're we like we're turning the cameras off right now and going to finish another studio. So, you know. I've been in. I mean, I've you know. Yeah. We got those walls done. You know. Like, share, and subscribe and all that stuff and – we're going to figure something out here soon. And when we say right. share, yeah. We mean click the button. Yeah. Share to your social media and just let it live there. Yeah, forever. Yeah. 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 You probably posted a, you know, probably put a picture Epstein of it. didn't kill himself meme or a, uh, like a video of a cat playing a song. Yeah. Put us up there. You know. We're just a couple of guys having Up's fun. Up's no good. Yeah. Started making trouble in the neighborhood. Yeah. Got one little fight. My mom got scared. Yeah. She said, you're moving with your Dude, we're like, all right, this is what you're going to do. The, you're going to make this. So we're basically, like, if you have two Kevin McAllisters from Home Alone, yeah. we're basically that. The two bad guys, the government, lizard people, you know. I'm confused. What are we? We're Kevin. We're Kevin McAllisters. We're the Kevin, kid from. Ka- oh, Home we're the Alone. McAllisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the government is the lizard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the the, gov- the, the, the yeah, lizard yeah. people are, are the the yeah, guys. Yeah, Marv and uh, 
the guys breaking into yeah, the house. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're just yeah, setting yeah, up yeah, Hot Wheels yeah, and uh, Hot Wheels and some some BB, BB guns. guns and some hot irons yeah, and yeah. a nail. Yeah, dude. With tar. Yeah, dude. And the the fact that we found all of that stuff yeah. and our parents just left it out is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Hey, after that movie, who? How could you think that? Macaulay Culkin wouldn't end up as a weird guy. That, and if you watch The Nutcracker with him as a kid, do you know what The Nutcracker is? I've not, no, okay. no, no, yes, yes, yes. yes with but him? I, but I haven't watched that okay. one. In that one, he is like a little rich kid. Okay. Okay, that the whole thing is being just performed for him and, his, him and his girlfriend. That's it. So they're like sitting there at this table eating cake and there's like, doo, 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 doo. You know, like these giant sets that they pull out is bizarre, dude. So I'll tell you this, right? As a kid, I watch Home Alone, okay? Yeah. Okay. I already like Legos, okay? Yeah. All right. Well, I leave my Legos out <clears throat> on the floor in my room yeah. because I'm building with them. Yeah. And then I realize, hey, I could obey my mom and put these away or could have a free security system. Yeah. So that's why I left the Legos yeah. next to the window. And she complained all that time. Oh, yeah. But that may have been the only thing that stopped us from getting robbed. You know, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. You know, somebody came over there, shined the flashlight, saw 13 L shaped Legos right nah, next dude. to one another. <laughs> I'm going to the next house, bro. Next house, dude. We'll take on the Rottweiler. <laughs> you know. Have you ever stepped on a Lego? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, I've stepped on a D4 before. Okay. So, I used to have a really shaggy carpet too. Yeah. So they'd kind of blend in a little yeah. bit. Sometimes I wouldn't know that I left one. Yeah. And just one got away. Yeah. I'd be going. And then you'd be like, good. Be like, afterwards. I'd be like, oh man, that hurt. Yeah. You know, but I built up, I built, I built up a, you know, I got calluses on my feet now. Yeah. You know, it's gross. Sure. But now if I step on a Lego, it's only minor pain. Yeah. It, Which is good, dude. I did, dude. I stepped on one in my brother's room because I gave him all, all my Legos to my brother because he was playing with them all the time anyways. Yeah. And it was just like, well, none of my sets are put together anymore. Yeah. You, you know, took them apart. So there's no reason for me to, you know, have them in my room. Dude, I stepped on one the other day and I was like, man, I haven't done this in a while. And it did not feel good. I stepped right on it. And I just. Well, dude. That's what happens. So when you got Legos around, yeah, stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Put some wash Legos your hands. Out. Wash your Check hair. Check that out, dude. That Corona might look in the window, see those Legos, and run away. Yeah, you yeah. know, put some Legos outside your windowsill. Yeah, bro. But yeah, you can follow us on social me media. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at tbat Quinn. Mine is at T B A T S K I N E R I C K. Skynrick. Skynrick. Um, what are we at? Are we two at? hours. No, 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 I mean, what are we? What's the Twitter count right now? Let's see here. Four twenty. <laughs> no, dude. Two hundred and sixty-nine. Oh my gosh, bro! Straight up, dude. Two hundred sixty-nine tweets, and they're all pretty good. So follow Skinny Rick. Yep. And uh, we will catch y'all next week. All right. Goodbye. Okay,